episode of the Mama Lou podcast. This is the fifth time I'm recording this because it is such a difficult topic for me. It's really emotional. It's really like, ugh. So yeah, thank you for bearing with and for this one taking a little bit longer than before. So before we jump into today's little bit of a difficult topic for me, let's get to our coffee catch up. So in the life and times of Mama Lou, interesting and fun things abound. My podcast has gone live. That's so, so fun. And it's available on different platforms. It's slowly sort of getting onto all the different kinds. It takes a while for them to approve it and be like, yeah, we're fine with this podcast being on our service provider. I'm not sure what to call it. So yes, hopefully this will be on your favorite podcasting app very soon. Until then, you know, Spotify is a great place to listen to it. And just, you know, check out our Instagram page to stay up to date with, you know, when episodes arrive. I think I'll pick a specific day to release an episode. But currently, I'm just trying to do one once a week and post once a week whenever it is in that week. So yeah, you know, hashtag mom life. <laughs> Other news, we're getting ready for the summer vacation. It is so cool. I'm on maternity leave still, so I didn't have to take special holidays for that. But Bruce will be having some time off and we get to go spend Christmas in the Eastern Cape. Very, very excited for that. My parents are super excited because obviously it's Isla's first Christmas. It's their first grandchild. Happiness all around, right? So whatever you're doing right now, I don't know if you've gotten into the Christmas planning mode just yet. If you even have your Christmas tree up yet, I'm planning on putting ours up this weekend. Very, very excited indeed. Yeah, so I don't know what your Christmas plans look like or your holiday plans, but I hope that it is a lot of fun and, you know, hashtag blessed. <laughs> ah, so I suppose we should get into this topic. Um, okay, so this week's topic is productivity. And currently that word is a very, very bad word within my context. So obviously you know that when you're a working person, you like to get things done. I mean, if you don't have any kids, you can organize your day around the things that you want to get done and when you want them to get done. You can make up a to-do list. You can make sure that you have breakfast, that you have your cup of coffee or tea or however you start your day. Grab yourself a good old shower, drive to work, work your eight hours, come home, have dinner, get all the dishes and stuff done, you know, sort your house out, maybe have a little bit of time to relax. And then also, if you're a responsible adult, get enough sleep in for the night. If you're a less responsible adult, you know, having more you time <laughs> um, than sleep, which is fine, you know, to each their very, very own. I was a student once. <sighs> I don't know why I'm talking like this. I was a student once and yeah, I remember prioritizing me time over sleep. Little did I know that sleep was the best me time of all. <laughs> if only I knew then what I know now. <laughs> so, yeah, I am a working person, not working at the moment. Obviously, I'm on maternity leave. And before then, I had a job. So I would drive to this job. I would work eight hours, I would get all sorts of stuff done, I would speak to other adults about my grown-up projects, about all the things that had to be done, and, you know, I would spend time with Bruce, and yada, 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 you know, the whole spiel. And then I birthed this glorious little baby who sort of turned our lives a little bit upside down, and we were prepared for this, right? If you listen to the previous podcast, you know that I knew things were going to change. However, what I didn't know what was going to change is the speed at which life goes like I knew it would take us a while longer to get out of the house but I didn't know it would take me this much longer to get literally anything done and 
Even though I had an inkling that, okay, you won't get quite as much done during the day with a small child depending on you every second, I really didn't anticipate how that would make me feel. So obviously, if you look around and if you're part of this uh, specifically South African society, you know that there is a lot of pressure to perform. There's a lot of pressure to produce. We got to do things to make the world go round, right? A lot of us have got very, very important jobs. You know, we keep people alive. We keep people going. We enrich other people's lives. You know, there's there's stuff that we got to do, right? You got to bring home the bacon. And we like to define ourselves by how productive we are. So whatever job you're in, there is a certain amount of value that we add to what we do during the day and how well we do it. So previously, there was a very large chunk of my identity that sat in, okay, this is my job. This is what I do from nine to five. And that is my life. That is how I sort of value myself. I... I'm only as valuable as the as the amount of work that I produce. I'm only worth as much as what I do is worth, right? So obviously with we old babe, there's not much that I can do. There's not much to do during the day. This one's getting a little bit sad again. Like <laughs> I've re-recorded this podcast so many times trying not to sound really heavy and really sad. But to be honest, the space where I'm in is I am a little bit sad about all of this because I can no longer come home at night and be like, you know, kick my shoes off and be like, oh wow, what a hard day, you know, I could really do with a beer right now or a really tall glass of wine. <laughs> Bruce and I used to have this system where um, we'd rate the day on a scale of 1 to 10 and the lower it got the bigger the glass of wine had to be and if it was even lower sometimes there would have to be a bubble bath waiting for me with a glass of wine <laughs> obviously that's not happening anymore because I'm not coming home from work I live here now like this is my work and I'm not getting as much done as I thought that I would I really I created this long ass to-do list of things that I would like to get done because hey you're a stay-at-home mom right now you know you're a maternity leave that means that you can finally get to do all the things in the house that you've been meaning to you know you get to play house a little bit and I'd put stuff on like unload the dishwasher reload the dishwasher get in a load of laundry hang up said load of laundry tidy up bub's room make sure that the lounge is tidy perhaps sweep a little bit because our dogs are shedding at the moment try not to murder dogs when they bark your baby awake draw a bit create some art i'm an artist on the side as well you know record a podcast do all of these things <laughs> and on top of that also make sure that you are eating enough during the day that you're eating you know something nutritional <laughs> and that you're actually drinking some water and not just chugging coffee the whole time you know staying properly hydrated these are the pressures that i put on myself because i'm like listen you should have time for all of these things now and you should feel relaxed at the end of the day i have this really small baby who has a lot of trouble of sleeping during the day so she'll wake up multiple times in a nap and i'd have to go and shush her back to sleep or try and calm her down and you know sort of just get her to at least have an hour long nap and then she'll have days where she'll sort of throw me for a loop and just do a three hour nap and I'll think oh my goodness what's wrong is my baby suffocating like why is she so quiet and I'm in her room every 20 minutes so I'm not getting anything done either way and then 
Bruce would come home at night and I'd be like, oh crap, I've got nothing to show for today. The house is just as much as a mess as it was this morning when he left. I haven't even started dinner. Not that I'm really the one who cooks in this house. He usually is. But, you know, I figured maybe I could do that a little bit more seeing as, you know, he's coming home after me now. This is this long string of things that I expected of myself and that I also thought that he was expecting from me. One night when he got home, and I remember it was a specifically bad day for Bub, she... I think she slept a total of two hours that day. Broken sleep, obviously, not even, you know, consistently sleeping. Nothing had been done at all. I remember I just sort of broke down crying and I'm like, I'm so sorry I didn't get anything done today. I'm so sorry. The wet laundry is still in the washing machine and that the dishwasher is half unloaded and that no dinner has been started and just literally nothing has been done in this house all day. And I, I felt terrible. And he sort of looked at me funny and he's like, but he didn't expect any of those things from me. He's actually told me, you know, don't worry about that stuff today. We'll do it when I get home. And he pointed out, but, you know, Isla's fine. <laughs> Isla's quite cheerful this afternoon, even though she's a little bit overtired. She's cheerful. She's been played with. She's been mentally stimulated. She's got a nice clean bum. She's well fed. I kept our daughter going. And that's sort of when this stuff that my mom used to tell me little bit started to make sense so my mother was someone who for very very long her work came first she was a nurse so obviously the work that she was doing was so so important there were so many people who really needed her you know she met those expectations and for a very very long time that was her world that was what she was focusing on and at some point that life just couldn't go anymore like it got actually so dangerous for my mom physically emotionally mentally like or there was like physical danger around it as well that she had to leave that job like she was forced out of it and had to find another career in her 40s but she didn't stop that the the tempo that she was going at right she was still going full steam she was still working as if literal people's lives depended on her even though they didn't anymore gosh my mom recently, she recently lessened her hours by half at work. So she works basically two weeks in a month. I have never seen her this happy before. I don't remember a time where my mother would go out with friends, where my mother would randomly dye her hair green with her friends because that's just what they felt like that day. Or where she and a friend would go sit by the beach for the entire day and eating some slap chippies and talking about whatever where she would laugh at jokes where she would have actual energy to do things during the day and like not just fall into her bed in the evenings she's just sort of really come into her own here in her 50s my mom used to measure her worth by how much she got done in a day and this was also the example that she set for me so for very very long i worked my fingers to the bone at whatever i was doing um i started working like summer jobs and holiday jobs when I was 16 and since then I've always had a part-time job up until I got my full-time job two years ago that made me feel so good because I was providing for myself obviously not entirely I still needed my parents and thank you for that but I, I contributed and that meant, meant so much to me because I brought home some bacon <laughs> and I felt like I was worth a lot more i felt like i meant a lot more to my family because i was contributing financially and that spilled over into basically the rest of my life i felt like i needed to get a certain amount a, a certain 
uh, mark in my exams for all of my assignments I had to do really well I had to excel at all the things I did because the better I did at those things the more I was worth the more value I added to the world because I was working harder and obviously I feel like that's not a bad thing right it's not a bad thing to work really hard and to do your best and to give your all in these situations like sometimes you know that's just what you gotta do right that's just where we are at with these things. I feel like it's a fantastic thing to work really hard at your dreams and to have goals and to do your best to achieve them. That's really not a bad thing. What I noticed I was doing though and that I'd carried this out into my maternity leave as well was I was measuring how much I'm worth and how much people can love me by how much I can do and do for them. I think that was the sentence that was holding me back for all of these recordings. Have you ever felt like when there's a certain thought or a certain emotion that you just have a lot of trouble wording that everything else just kind of gets jumbled? I feel like that was it. I literally felt like I had to earn the love and affection of everyone around me. And because I wasn't working a big job anymore, because I wasn't you know, in the public's eye anymore. Because all I was doing, I'm putting this in like bunny ears, all I was doing was taking care of a baby the whole day. I literally just felt, well, I don't mean that much anymore. Like my value has decreased because my productivity has decreased. Have you ever felt like that? Please tell me I'm not alone. I don't know if I'm a recovering workaholic or what, but I really do feel like this is something that society preaches and has on repeat the entire time. And it's something that I have inherited from generations of people who work their fingers to the bone to add to society. Which again, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But if that's where your core value comes from, that's what just defines your worth. And all the other things are trimmings, you know, like... Oh yes, your family really likes you. No, you're good at this hobby and you're actually quite a nice person as well. If those are just, you know, on the side things and they're not the main things, the main thing is what job you do and how much money you make. I can't live like that. I'm sure there are people who, you know, that keeps them going and they can find the balance a lot easier and I look up to those people. But gosh, that's not me, hey? To sit with these emotions and to have your husband tell you, listen, this isn't what I expect from you. You shouldn't be expecting this either. Isla isn't expecting of me to have the house spotless every single day. To have all of her clothes folded and packed into a cupboard. She can't even sit upright yet. What about, you know, walking to a cupboard and picking out her own wardrobe? Literally all that kid needs from me is to take care of myself so that I have um, enough milk production. And that I sleep enough so that I have enough patience with her during the day. And, you know, cuddles. Like, that's what this kid wants. She wants to be held. She wants to be spoken to. She wants to yell at you and then you got to, you know, yell right back at her. That's what she wants. She loves it. And honestly, I love it too. You know, that's another thought that I had. I haven't been this content, this happy in years. (laughs) Maybe that's a horrible thing to say, but, you know... In my personal life, things have been fantastic. I have a glorious marriage to a wonderful and weird man that, you know, I just love so much. I've got fantastic dogs. We have been living in our new DIY house for a year now. And that stuff's been great. But all the other things around it, I have not been this content with myself and what I've done in a day. 
ever, I think. <laughs> there is a massive reward in seeing your daughter looking up to you and smiling because she's just woken up. So Allah does this <laughs> does this hilarious thing. When she wakes up in the morning and we hear her on the monitor, obviously we go and we like, you know, go fetch her. And the moment her eyes lock onto you, her whole face just lights up and she does this little dance. <laughs> like, heck yeah, someone's come to fetch me. Oh my word, we're going to have some talks and some cuddles and some milky. Like, my life is great. And it is the cutest thing in the whole world. And honestly, I live for that. I live for those mornings. And I used to hate mornings. I used to so not be a morning person. But my daughter's a morning person and that's changing me into one, I think. <laughs> so... I'm not saying that, you know, having kids is the be all and end all, right? You've got to find that for yourself. But for me, I have found such tremendous value and such tremendous fulfillment in my daughter and in being a mom because the pace I was going at before, the pressure I was putting on myself, that colleagues were putting on me, that society was putting on me, just weighed so heavily. And looking back to it now, I'm like, how unnecessary is all of that you know it's not like lives depend on what I do like that no one's gonna die if I don't finish on time with something you know but the pressure that I I felt to do things to make things to be something to get people's approval and to be like that standout employee that standout colleague just weighed me down so hard and I made this massive expectation that honestly I just wasn't living up to and it's not that I wasn't working hard enough it's not that I wasn't trying hard enough I was working and trying really hard <laughs> I think it's just I was putting too much pressure on all of it and the thing is one day when I'm dead hopefully not one day soon <laughs> One day, when I am long gone, the legacy that I will leave, you know, maybe my name will appear on a book or two, um, maybe on some pieces of art. Those people looking at it won't know who I am. <laughs> They'll have no idea. They'll know that I wrote a book or, you know, drew a drawing. Like, that. that's what they'll know about me. But my family, my family will be the people telling stories to their other family members, to their friends about crazy Omar Luanai, you know, <laughs> or crazy Auntie Lou. And I want that. <laughs> that is what I want. And I want there to be memories of that. And I, yeah, I want that to come effortlessly and to just flow. And honestly, that's what I realized. I didn't feel productive because it didn't feel like work. Because I couldn't tick off a whole bunch of stuff there wasn't a product that I could show at the end of the day I could show you a healthy happy baby you know <laughs> and maybe in 20 years time you'll see all the hard work that I've put into my baby but that's a very long investment so for people and a society who likes instant gratification looking at a cute little baby is just going to have to be good enough for now but none of this felt like hard work to me because I was playing I was having fun <laughs> I was in my flow as they say I was really just enjoying being a mom and I was missing out on enjoying being a mom because I thought that this should be harder. I should be more tired. I should be more drained. I should be weighing heavier, you know, like my shoulders need to be hunched, you know. What a stupid thing. <laughs> Have you ever spoken to someone and you'll ask them like, hey, how are you doing? Especially this time of year. Maybe, you know, go do that. 
it's end of the year. Everyone's super tired because the year's been long and hard. <laughs> Go ask someone like, hey, how are you doing? And then they answer, oh my word, I'm so busy right now. Like there are just so many things going on. There's so many balls in there. And like, I'm so tired. I've come across this so many times where people are a fine brag. Like they're sort of bragging about how tired they are. Because they're like, I'm so tired because I work so hard like how hard do you even work (laughs) how many emails did you answer today how much do you lift bro (laughs) the absolute ridiculousness of being tired and being proud of it i really feel like there's a difference between a good hard day's work and being proud of what you did and a horrifyingly heavy workload and bragging to other people about how hard you're working right now and how much you got done. I have trouble with that because that's me. (laughs) And I'm, I really want to someday say that was me. I don't want to measure my success by how tired I am, by how sore my neck is, by how many foot massages I'll need (laughs) to, you know, keep going, Um, by how many cups of coffee I had to drink today to stay awake. I don't want to be that person that needs to prove to everybody that I'm worth a lot because I work so hard. Honestly, I want to be that person who finds her worth in her family, in her daughter, in her identity as a mom, in her spirituality, in her faith. I want to sit in my true identity, which I feel like I'm really coming into. A lot of things are sort of being redefined for me in terms of what makes me me. I'm very good at what I do, I think. (laughs) But honestly, I'm so much better at being a mom to Isla. I won't be as good a mom to any other kid, sorry. But to Isla, you know, I can do this. Like, that's my zone. That's my jam. Um, I try very hard to be a good wife to Bruce. I feel like I'm a good enough wife most of the time, you know. We all got stuff that we can work on. And that's not something that you can measure productivity by. That's not something that's on a to-do list. You could put it on a to-do list, but that's not something that's usually on a to-do list. So... This rambly sort of dear makar kronkelpat podcast with random Afrikaans thrown in the middle of it. I'm sorry. This was hard for me to talk about because I need to sit with my thoughts sometimes. I need to sit with my emotions sometimes and I need to confront my people pleasing ways and my overworking ways, my proud of how tired I am ways. Because honestly, I don't think that's how I want to live life. I want to be tired in the evenings, but I want my heart to be full. I want to do that happy sigh. I have got that right now. I've got that with my wee little bub who goes to bed around between six and seven. So I can have that big sigh of relief at the end of the day. And I want to not put any more pressure on on that situation than already is. You know, feel like... I'm enjoying it enough. I'm working hard at it enough. And that's okay. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mama Lou podcast. I look forward to chatting to you again next week about some other life lesson that I have learned thanks to parenting. Please remember to like and subscribe, go and follow us and also please go check us out on the Mama Lou podcast on Instagram. It's at Mama Lou underscore podcast. I look forward to chatting to you guys there, posting some stories and just finding out what you think will be fun. Have a fantastic week and we shall catch up again.